Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Woo! Welcome back, everybody, to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am your host this week, Marcus Keller, joined as always by my excellent co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And once again, we are joined by our unpaid intern, Alex Smith. Uh, I thought I was going to get a different title today. What What did you want your title to be? I don't know. I thought it was going to be a co-host, not just an unpaid intern. No, no, no. no, that, no, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't know. I was hoping. We, I was we, hoping. Don't, we don't have the money for that. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford to pay you. <laughs> yeah. Especially when we're giving ourselves bonuses every year. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Those company well, vacations. The, co- yeah, the, the corporate structure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so far Tyler is using all of our vacation funds. Because <laughs> yeah. once again, he's not here. Oh, no. He's somewhere... I, do we want to guess where he... Wasn't I think it? He, Houston, BC. I have well, never heard of this place. He said he was in Houston. Whether that's BC or not, I mean... Okay, I don't, I don't think... He's in Houston, Texas. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, if you're one of the six people who lives in Houston and you've noticed a seventh person wandering around, that's Tyler. So keep him under control, will you? Yes, please do. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, big exciting week. Lots of stuff happened in the world of yeah. hockey. Yeah. In the world. <laughs> yeah, in the world. Yeah, in the world, things happened. We're going to cover the hockey portions of that. Might as well start that off with the fake sponsor, which I just realized, too. I was going to do the peony. I was going to do the peony because I went there with Jake last week mm-hmm. and I made another one now. So I have a new one. We're going to use that. But the okay. peony, that was fun. Anyway, our fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we still think we might be able to get someday. Someday far, far In away our dreams. Now. In our <laughs> dreams, of course. Anyway, this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by NHL 23. Much like the Mustang Mach-E, it's a cool product in a really weird package. NHL 23, a co-ed roller hockey tournament in California. We think. <laughs> what? Ha- well, have you seen the the cover for it? Yeah. Of like Zgrass kneeling down on the ground with like palm trees behind oh, them. Oh, no, I didn't Sarah- see that. Oh, yeah. no, It's they- weird, man. Yeah, here. I- I'm going to show them the cover right now. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, sports well, You don't get to do a speaking of. I'm oh. posting this episode. <laughs> you know, sports covers. You guys see the NBA? Uh, no, I didn't. 2K23? You know who the cover artist or the cover athlete the cover is? Athlete? Just take a oh, guess. Brittany Griner. Nope. Oh. <laughs> who? No. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's not uh, an NBA or a WNBA player. Is it like a coach or an owner or something? Kevin Hart. No. What? Spike Lee. This nope. whole conversation is just proving how little I know about it's a basketball. Rapper. It's a rapper. Is it yeah. Drake? Nope. Meek Mill? Nope. Quavo? Nope. Rick Ross? J. Cole? That makes so much sense. Yeah, That's it, actually sick. It's a sick cover. Yeah. They're calling it the Dreamer version or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's a great idea. So mm-hmm. we should fill yeah, Marcus you, in, please, okay. and all the hockey listeners who've never watched basketball before. I'm well, convinced there's so lots of them out there. Jekyll, I guess growing up, he was a really good basketball player, and okay. then stepped aside for uh, to like pursue rapping. Right. And he's okay. a really good rapper, but uh, he's still pretty good at basketball. And then he signed with, he signed in some Canadian league. Yeah, I think it was Hamilton of the, of like the AHL. Kind of. Yeah, something like that. Like a lower okay. lower basketball league, but played a couple games. Nothing crazy or anything like that. Mm. But he's been like all around like the NBA and just like wanting to be a part of it and stuff like that. 
So I guess they chose it, chose him to kind of expand, I guess, uh, right. their viewership and like just bring That's different cool. audience in. It's a smart Brilliant. idea. I love it. Yeah. Well, actually, the NHL had a similar idea, or, or sorry, EA had a similar idea with NHL mm. 23. They put also a non- uh, NHL player on the cover. Yeah, well. I know the uh, Sarah Nurse is on there. Yeah, but have you seen? I haven't the seen the cover picture? photo. Okay, no. well, I'd, I'd like to hear your take on it then. Oh, they are on a beach. There's no ice on beaches. <laughs> that is an astute observation. Yeah. and maybe we do need to talk about getting you an income. <laughs> Very interesting background choice. Yeah, so that's what this has a lot of people talking about. Like, why? <laughs> you know. It, it just seems weird. It's a, I mean, I get it. They're trying to include like non NHL markets and they're obviously trying to bring more women into the game mm -hmm. and that's cool and all, but just the, I don't know, just the cover seems to be almost the opposite of what I think of when I think of hockey, right? There's palm trees. They're clearly just on a beach with a net sitting if behind them. They didn't weird. have, if they didn't have the hockey sticks, nobody would know that that was a NHL 23 cover. Mm -hmm. No. Not even close. Like, just looks like two people on a beach. Yeah. Wearing hockey jerseys. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's it's like, odd. Nothing screams NHL or no. hockey or, like, besides, like, even, like, jerseys. Like, people wear jerseys whenever. Yeah, no, of course. It just, yeah, it's, yeah, if you take off, like, the text and the hockey sticks, yeah, you, you would not mm -hmm. know what this is. For me, they really haven't had a good cover since, like, I want to say, like, NHL 18 or McDavid. Or even, like, 17 was good, too, with Tarasenko. But, like, their, their last few kicks at the can here have sucked. Well, they've had Matthews, what, twice in three years? Yeah. Well, they had uh, P.K. Suban. Yeah, the but it, the Suban one was kind of cool, actually. I liked it. He was, like, mid-celebration, yeah. wasn't he? He was down on a knee. And mm -hmm. It was cool. I liked that one. Yeah. I guess that one's okay, but to me, nothing's really been, like... Because, also, the thing with that cover is it was just him. There was no, like, atmosphere around him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So... But anyway, yeah, I was really looking forward to this year's cover because I think it, they could have gone so many cool directions. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like so weird. Weird fact. Cindy Crosby's never been on a cover. Yeah. Yeah, I, think yeah, he I was guess on I a, can't think never, of being on He one. never has. I think he was on one of the NHL 2K covers way back in the day. Mm, maybe. But mm. nobody ever played 2K. Yeah, At least I, NHL 2K, but yeah. NBA 2K is what everyone plays. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It's It feels like a lot of times EA just leaves a lot on the table, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, however, we may be able to get an exclusive interview coming up with someone who is a member of the design team for Chell. So yeah. that could be kind of cool. So yeah, stay, stay tuned for that. Working on it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, again, that was not a real sponsor. It was just a fake one. But if you want to sponsor us for real, and I mean after that glowing review, I don't know why you wouldn't, <laughs> uh, you can always reach out to us at get this. A new email. <laughs> yes, that's right. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. <laughs> we are now on our third email address. I think it's third, right? Because mm -hmm. we had the old Gmail one. Then we moved to iCloud. Mm -hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, we have returned to Gmail. Mm -hmm. That's right. We are now at Vancouver Boys Podcast at gmail.com we finally got that one yeah that was when we tried to get the beginning and had to settle with vancouver boys hockey yeah because somehow it was taken mm -hmm. i don't know how vancouver boys podcast at gmail.com was a taken username <laughs> yeah but, but we appealed it, it and we got it so we, now that's our email yeah fantastic mm -hmm. i wish the whoever has my uh instagram one would give it up He's just holding it hostage. Did you know that? I tried yeah. to make like an affiliate Instagram for my TikTok, which is at Canucks videos. 
Yeah. There's a Canucks videos on Instagram whose last post was in like 2015. Oh, nuts. And so I messaged them and I was like, hey, man, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll like sign a puck or something and send it your way. <laughs> you know, people want my autograph. So <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's big time. Yeah. Anyway, no response. Just totally dead dormant account, but it's holding my username hostage. So I can't have it. Anyway, you if, could appeal it with Instagram. I'm sure they, they would do something. About it. I could try. Anyway, if you're looking to find more of the podcast stuff, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, you can find Tyler and all of his Houston adventures at Vancouver Boys underscore. It's not that bad. It's a Powerade <laughs> bottle. I guess we should continue the, uh, the show here and we should start with uh, Canucks news. Move along with the Canucks news. Well, in Canucks news this week, nothing has happened but uh, we're going to transition that to New York Rangers news. What? What the? Yeah. Illegal. No. For all no. you New York Ranger fans listening yeah, no, to the no, podcast no. this week. Yeah. Well, you can just turn it on around because we're, we're coming right back to Vancouver, but we got to start in New York for this one. Okay. What happened in New York this week? So something ac- actually pretty sizable that I feel like isn't getting enough attention. That's why we started this podcast in the first place, isn't it? Nils Lundqvist, who's a young defenseman for the New York Rangers, looks like he has some high upside, but he's not, you know, he's not proven or anything yet, has demanded a trade and says that he will not report to New York Rangers training camp. I don't want him. Why not? We have too many Swedish players. Okay. (laughs) We'll we'll come back to that. (laughs) You're getting a bit ahead of yourself here. Let's hear the rest of the story. Okay, so the the big thing is that he's a right-handed defenseman, which the Canucks are desperately lacking. The New York Rangers have also been rumored to be a team heavily involved in the JT Miller sweepstakes, but they just need to move out money. The problem with this is obviously Lundqvist alone wouldn't be enough to get the job done. They would probably have to throw in a first and possibly a prospect as well to make this deal happen, as well as that might not clear out enough money for him. As well as, even though Lundqvist is a right-handed defenseman, he's more of an offensive defenseman. And we don't really need more of that. We need a steady defensive defenseman. But I still want it to happen. I want Keandre Miller. Huh. So do I. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, it, it's gotten a lot of people quite surprised, though, that a player as young as he is, uh, Lundqvist is only 23, has just outright demanded a trade. Did he play at all in the regular season for the Rangers? Yeah, fair bit. Hmm. It seems like, so his, the reason he's demanded out isn't because he couldn't crack the lineup. He's in their lineup, Mm -hmm. but he's better than a bottom pairing defenseman. And the Rangers have a little bit of a log jam of right-handed defensemen. So they have Truba and I know. Such a good problem to have. (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, it's a great problem to have. But because of that, they have this young, talented prospect with a high upside saying he wants to go somewhere else because he's worried he's not going to have much of a career there. He's not going to get the opportunities he needs to progress his development. Yeah, he's betting on himself. How long's or what's his contract? He uh, can't be too much outside of an entry level. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's much. Based on a 23-year-old, I mean, I like that he's got the confidence. He wants to, he wants to play more, but if he hasn't proved anything, then the only way he's going to get that is going to like a bottom feeder team. I actually disagree. I think he's in the one position in the NHL where he doesn't necessarily need to go to a bottom feeder to prove himself. You know, because right-handed defensemen are so hard to find. Or sorry, defensemen that play the right side. Mm-hmm. That, like, he could go to a good team and make an impact. So this is, 
Well, you could look at it. As, I look at it as a big upside. So he is on his ELC. He signed it last year or at the beginning of last season. However, it was a three-year ELC. So this coming season and the next one, it's making 900000 sorry, $925,000. So that's really good for the Canucks who are in a cap situation. But again, it doesn't really help that Miller trade idea because, again, New York would have to move out money to make that trade work. I would just like to point out that P.K. Subban is a right-handed oh defenseman. Oh, my God. I'm glad you brought this up when I was here instead of saying it while I was in the hospital and I couldn't respond to this. What a horrid idea. <laughs> it is not a horrid idea. It's brutal. How? Okay, what what did I just say that one of the biggest downsides of Nils Lundqvist is? Uh, he's young. No, that's uh, a good inexperienced. thing. Inexperienced. Well, <laughs> uh, Swedish. No, that that's not a downside. He can't do an impression of Don Cherry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not good in the media. No. The downside is that he's an offensive defenseman. He's not defensive. He's not that stable defensively. He's okay, but he's not really good at it. P.K. Subban is horrible at defense. No, not at all. Yes, he is. He's a forward that's on the blue line, and he hasn't come to terms with that yet. That's how he's gotten a reputation of being one of the least stable defensemen in the NHL. So this uh, this Niels Lundqvist guy. Yeah. He's played 25 career games. Right. Four points. Uh, and he's a plus four. Offensive defenseman. Yeah. Who never gets scored on. <laughs> now let's go look at P.K. Subban. Oh, my God. Tell me his plus minus. Uh, What's P.K. Subban's plus minus? It's better than uh, Niels Lundqvist. It's better than a plus four? Yeah. Really? It's a plus five, but it's still better. (laughs) (laughs) That still surprises me. He also has uh, about 110 more goals. Yeah, because his career has been like a decade longer. (laughs) (laughs) He started accumulating those in like 2012. What's the biggest problem with the Canucks? They're not tough enough, right? Last season. You want to you want to bring in PK Subban. You, you want to bring them in to be an enforcer. Yeah, PK Subban, the enforcer. He's, he's a slew footer. Lead, that's not an enforcer. He's going to lead the Canucks on the power play and the penalty kill. Well, he won't lead by example. That's for sure. No, I. You know what? I wouldn't even hate him on a power play. But you can't bring a guy in just to do the power play. Not a defenseman. He has to be able to be competent at some other things. He's the type of player that I think. Could take the captaincy away from Bo Horvath. Oh my God! This, this, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I don't the, see what's wrong with uh, bringing him in, Jake. So you, you, you've cheered for the Preds for a very long time, right? Yep. Quite a while. Yep. The whole PK Subban era. Yes. Would you say that? Would you say that he was good to have in the locker room? Yes. Yeah. Yo, yeah oh. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> why, why is it? What did he bring? Was it just the energy, or, or like what else? Well, I think that a big part of when he was in Montreal, why he was considered to be a locker room cancer mm-hmm. is because of the culture that the association set, right? Like Montreal has this whole, like, you know, this like really weird mystique kind of culture where they're all, you know, larger than life. They're like heroes. Right. In Nashville, the predators are marketed as being like a show, right? Right. PK Subban is a show. That's yeah. why he fits so well in Nashville. Okay. And I think also on the ice, he took so much pressure off of some of the other defensemen that they were able to do and, and work on their own game right. rather than being, you know, the, the center of attention all the time. So I think that probably helped. Um, okay. Not to mention, who is on the New Jersey Devils? 
Jack Hughes. Who's on the Vancouver Canucks? Quinn Hughes. That's a good connection right there. What? How? They don't even play the same position. Yeah, but that is <laughs> blood right there. And nothing runs deeper than blood. You know what? They could sign Malcolm Subban, get him in the backup spot. In case Why not? There we go. You know what? Do they you guys even Jordan realize Subban. that? Yeah, I was just going to say, we already had Jordan Subban. That experiment did not work out. <laughs> Has he? I don't think he ever ended up playing an NHL game. Uh, I'm going to go off both of your guys' words that you guys have said today is you'll try everything twice. Oh, my God. I, I'm not trying another Subban. <laughs> I would try Jordan Subban again before I tried PK. I don't know. All right, we're, we're getting no. off the rails the, the here. Point Let's is, bring it back yeah, to no, the Canucks I, news. Yeah, I only I only asked about Subban in the locker room because I think that is honestly one of the Canucks' biggest issues right now is that the Sedins just aren't there to babysit anymore, right? After the Sedins' prime was over, they accepted it and they said, okay, we're retiring here. We're going to usher in the new set of players. And that worked okay for a while. I think they should have stayed a couple more years, though. It's weird looking back and saying that, but think about it. You've got, you know, rookies start to come in. You have Horvat comes in. And he's kind of mentored by the Sedins and shown this is how you're going to lead the team, right? Yeah. He's taught that. Besser comes in. He comes in. He has this great attitude the whole season, even after he gets injured in his Calder year. Then the Sedins back off. They, they retire. They're out. They're out the door. Then you bring in Pedersen. I don't think it's a coincidence that right after they leave, we have a guy who comes in and starts acting like a diva. Right? He starts acting like he's better than anyone else because Horvat wasn't ready to take on that leadership role yet. There was no one to keep him in place. Mm -hmm. Then they bring in JT Miller, who's too far on the other end. He's too energetic, he's too eccentric, and he almost bullies some of the other guys in the room. I appreciate his energy, but it's too much sometimes. And there's no balance in that room right now. I think that's a huge problem with this team. They don't have a culture built yet. No. That's and, what they need to find. And that's what this team used to be. And PK Subran, that's all he is is culture. Yeah. Big culture guy. When you look at the Canucks in history, they are not in all of history, but like more recent. In the 90s, they had Trevor Linden, right? Great culture on the team. They ship him out for Messier. What happens? The whole team goes to shit for like five years. The whole time Messier was here, they were terrible. I think it might have only been three years. Either yeah, way. He played from 97 to 2000. Right. Then Marcus Naslin comes in, leads the team really well. Trevor Linden comes back and adds to that leadership, and they mentor, guess who? The Sedins. And then that carried the culture through the whole late 2010 or the whole late 2000s and early 2010s. And then they stepped back. Mm -hmm. There is no culture anymore. They, Horvat wasn't fully ready to take the torch yet. They didn't even make him the captain until way after the Sedins retired. I think the biggest thing is from all those captains you said, they were the best players on the team. I think it's safe to say Bo Horvat is not the best player on the team. I would agree with that. And I think that probably has something to do with it. To where they think that they're better than him, so they don't need to listen to him, maybe? You could very well be onto something there. Yeah. I'd never thought of it that way, but that's a really good point. Because, yeah, I mean, Linden, yeah, you, he was probably the best player on the team. Other than maybe Bure. Yeah. But Bure was also, he struggled a lot with English. He was just, he was yeah, a Russian like you, guy. You can so make he, him the captain. No, he, he followed everyone else. Even yeah. though he was better than them on the ice, mm -hmm. he followed them, mm -hmm. right? And that, that's the thing. I guess you're right, is that's not the case with other guys. Yeah. Think about if JT Miller, I see a lot of Ryan Kessler in him, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Imagine Kessler if there were no Sedins. I think, and this is coming from someone who cheered for Kessler for a really long time. I think if the Sedins weren't around, I think Kessler would have been toxic. I think he would have been an absolute cancer. Yeah, he would have been an airhead. Yeah, because he, he would have had no one to keep him in check. Yeah. Right? He had the Sedins to always keep him in line. 
that that's kind of what JT Miller reminds me of. He's good and he's really good, mm -hmm. but he thinks he's the best and he thinks his way is best. Yeah. And he needs to understand that it, it, it's more of a group culture. I realize I'm someone who's never stepped foot in that locker room. Mm -hmm. It's just what I tend to see from these guys. Yeah, right? it's our, pers our perspective. Yeah. Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> Drinking a fucking Powerade. It's Leave fucking me alone. loud every time. Yeah, too bad it's not, a, it's not a lemonade with a straw in it, right? That'd be easier. <laughs> this guy, no, I, I've got to tell this story. So we go to the PE, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you laugh over there. So we're walking around all day. It's really hot. Yeah, and of like, course, I think it was like 31 degrees when we went. Yeah, like most of the day. The heat is just bouncing off the pavement. So it, it's just baking hot. Mm -hmm. And so after a while, we did something. I think this was, was it after the super? No, it was after we went to the barn. Went to the barn. We did yeah. a bunch of stuff there. It was fun. But we went, we went through the barn, whatever, and walking around. I'm like, okay, I got to get something to drink. I'm going to go grab a water. And Jake says to me, do you want a lemonade? And I was kind of like, okay. Thinking in my head, okay, he's going to go get a lemonade. I'll go with him, mm -hmm. right? So I go get in line for the lemonade. The girls that we're with, they um, go off to do their own thing. <laughs> do girl things. Yeah, who, God knows what they do. Um, so we're standing in line. Jake just goes, okay, I'm going to go use the washroom. So now I'm standing alone in the lemonade line. <laughs> but this, this, so far, this is fine, right? There's no mm -hmm. problems with this. I'm fine. I'm a grown-ass man. I can, get, I can get my own lemonade. Mm -hmm. But the problem was, I guess we didn't communicate this well. I thought he was asking, would I like to get a lemonade because he was going to get one too? Because mm -hmm. originally I wanted water. And he said, do you want a lemonade? Yeah. I didn't realize he had no interest in getting a lemonade. He was just giving me alternate ideas here. So oh. I'm in the lemonade line now. <laughs> He's gone to the bathroom. Yeah. And then he was kind of coming back right as I was getting to the front of the line. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll get our lemonades because I thought he was getting yeah, one too. I would think so. So too. I go up there. I'm like, all right, two lemonades, please. Yeah. Guy gives me two medium lemonades mm -hmm. and I'm fine with this. And Jake, first of all, doesn't say thank you. So I'm just holding these two lemonades and he doesn't take either of them from me. He just starts walking around calling the girls trying to find out where they are. So I'm following wait, this wait, guy wait, around. You, you skipped a step. What? His hands were full. So oh, well, like a gentleman. Okay, well, no, no, I'm getting to that. I'm getting okay. to that. Hang on. That happened next. So, so he calls them and what one of them doesn't answer. So I'm like, oh, great. Mm -hmm. And he can kind of see me. I'm sitting there with these freezing cold lemonades in either hand. Yeah. They both have a straw, so I can't do anything. Mm. No, no, and, no, no, no. Well, you yeah, skip yeah. this step. So, no, here it comes. This is it. Right. Is is this where you offered to help? Because that's what I was about right. to talk about. Well, I was about. just going to say that I grabbed you two straws because I noticed that your hands were full. Oh, right. So yeah, yeah. like a gentleman. Right? Nice guy, nice guy. Yeah, so... After he hangs up the phone, he's like, ah, oh, damn, they didn't answer. And he comes to me, he goes, oh, let me help you out with that. I'm like, all right, well, even though he didn't thank me for his yeah. lemonade, at least he's going to take it. <laughs> uh -huh. He instead opens one straw, puts it in my drink, and he goes, there you go. And I was like, thank fuck, I was thirsty, right? This <laughs> yeah, whole time, yeah. I haven't been able to drink. That's the whole reason I went there. And he still doesn't take the other lemonade. So I'm like, what is with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> right? So then we called my girlfriend mm -hmm. we're like okay so she answers so we go find her we meet up with them mm -hmm. and we're walking down that kind of main strip that you always see at the peony yeah yeah and like we're halfway <laughs> down this thing my hands are freezing <laughs> off at this point and i look at him and i'm like can you take your lemonade <laughs> you know i'm like look man like I, I'm not. I'm not someone who's gonna like whine and complain about this yeah. stuff. But I'm like, I've been holding this thing for like ten minutes yeah, now. Can you least? Can you take, take your lemonade? Ten minutes. And he looks at me. He goes, "That's for me." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm like, well, what did you think? And he, and I was like, you thought it was for my girlfriend? He goes, honestly, I thought you were just really thirsty. <laughs> so he thought instead of getting one large lemonade, yeah. I would get two, two mediums. mediums. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Jesus. stupidest thing. Oh well, because, okay, go, going back to the very beginning. I said, I said, were, I'm going to get a water. And you said, do you want to get a lemonade? No, okay. Cause what happened is, is they have like these little huts for lemonade. It's like, that's all they sell is just lemonade. And it's kind of like a, like they've been there for years. It's kind of like a thing at the, at the fair. You just like you get a lemonade. Yeah. So like I, that and mini donuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mini, yeah. right. It's like, but you know what they have like in Carnival between stuff. the donuts yeah, yeah, and the yeah, lemonade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just random places that have water. So I was going to get <laughs> okay. a water. Okay. Uh-huh. But here's the thing, right? So I'm looking and they've got. Now, this is a whole other tangent we could go on, but all they have is Dasani water. Oh, and I don't know if God. you... I don't know if make you... Make this know. quick because it's, it's stupid. Okay, so... All right, I'll make it very quick. Okay. So, Dasani water is the brand of water that's made by Coca-Cola, and mm-hmm. they add salt to the water so that it ah, makes you more thirsty. One of these guys. It's a hey, total it's true. conspiracy. It's one not a conspiracy. It's like, it yeah, has a look, list look. of ingredients, and yeah. one of the ingredients in their bottle of water is salt. Yeah, it's a milligram. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. That's not it, enough to get you pulled aside for a drug test, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it makes you more thirsty. So anyway, I'm like, fuck it. He also thinks Sonic. pigeons are run by the government. Oh, 100%. That's because they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. They just land on Tyler's driveway because they have wireless charging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they around their charge up and go. Uh, but no, anyway, so I was like, oh, fuck. Like, why would you want Dasani water? That's awful. That's gross. Yeah, because I don't lemonade, care. It's just lemonade, water. A lemonade is 50 cents more and it's way bigger. Yeah, and it's just probably made with Dasani water. Yeah. <laughs> and with the amount of sugar to put you in a hospital, probably. Uh, yeah, well, hey. Actually, no, they weren't too bad. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, well, I've, I've tested how much sugar puts me in the hospital. Don't yeah, worry. I guess that's true. <laughs> We're all good there. Yeah, we know how many carrots put you in the hospital, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's our peony lemonade story. Ooh, I have a new allergy. Found out. Since Apples. last week. Shut the <laughs> No, no, that's the that that Can we talk about hockey for a yeah, We're not doing the McDonald's apples thing. <laughs> Stay tuned it. for next week. It'll come up, I promise. What? What's your good new deal, allergy, Alex? You. Apples. Deal. Oh, it's actually yeah, apples? Yeah, it's actually apples. Oh, I thought you were just messing with No, them. no, it's actually apples. To those of you listening out there, they're they're, they're bullying me. <laughs> no, no, but like, honestly, it is apples. You're actually... Yes. How did you... How have you not found this out before? It was the same thing with the carrots, where I'd just get a little itchy throat. Yeah. And then, uh, like, a week ago, uh, I was doing apples and peanut butter. You go to like the hospital again? Snack. No, no, no. I took one bite, and as soon as I took the bite, like, swallowed it or whatever, got the itchy throat again, and I was like, not doing it. Okay. So I'm going to go get allergy tested, I think. Yeah. That's, that's probably a, that's a safe idea. idea. <laughs> Damn. Like, no more fruits or vegetables yeah, for apparently. this guy. Yeah. I can eat lettuce. So. Oh, that, that's a relief. See me on the corner. Yeah, lots of tacos and salad. Nope. Can't do it. The coleslaw. Coleslaw. Coleslaw is not a salad. Carrots in the coleslaw. That's usually right, tacos. There's coleslaw and tacos? This is a hockey podcast. Like restaurant tacos. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. I never get tacos always. at restaurants. I guess I'm, fish I'm a tacos. Fish tacos. Okay, I'm still a burger guy, yeah. so I don't do tacos. Fish okay. tacos would be good, though. Hockey. Yeah, uh, that'll do it for the Canucks news. Um, and this has been a goofy episode, eh? You don't have a fucking goof, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Oh, oh the way yeah. you looked was... Okay. No, of course I have a goof. Anyway. It's, it, it's it's a fucking doozy, too, so... Perfect. We'll be there good for go. this episode. Doofenshmirtz Incorporated. <laughs>
What a goof. That That's going to be the new goof <laughs> thing for season three. What a goof. Hey, welcome to my segment. This is my part of the show where I go out. I, this, is the biggest goof, this is the biggest goof of the week. This is my part of the show where I go out and find a story. Evil Incorporated. A player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. God, this episode's going off the rails. Um, <laughs> and I bring that story up with the guys and we talk about it. And this week, we are crossing the pond. We're headed over to Europe. And Ooh. we're going to talk about two professional soccer players that play in Europe um, by the names of Pogba and Mbappe. Are those their last names? Yes. I believe so. I think Pogba oh. and Pumbape. Yeah, Paul Pogba. You yeah, yeah, sound Killian like extras Mbappe. from the Lion yeah, King. Paul, Paul Pogba and Killian Mbappe. Mbappe's right? like yeah. the McDavid over there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I do not follow. Pro yeah, they're soccer both. They're anymore. both very, very good mm-hmm. soccer players. Okay. And this headline is just bizarre. So let me read it to you. Okay. A police in- investigation has been opened after claims by French football star Paul Pogba that he is the victim of a multi-million euro blackmail plot that includes his brother. Matthias, AFP looks into an affair involving a family conflict with a witch doctor and which comes less than three months before the Juventus star is expected to help France defend their World Cup crown. Wait, the World Cup's coming up? Yeah, in November. Yeah, it's in November. Oh, I had no idea. That's yeah. another thing I've completely lost track yeah, of. Yeah, but there's, there's a whole story. Oh, right. Yeah, this too. About yeah. a witch doctor <laughs> <laughs> and some plot that he's been, yeah. Involved so, with the witch doctor. So I saw that story, but how, what does Mbappe have to do with this? I will continue to read. He's the witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> These Powerade bottles are loud. We can't do this again. <laughs> They're only loud when you drink them. Yeah, you do make it very loud. Uh, the PSG striker, Kylian Mbappe, and French and France teammate, Paul Pogba, appear reluctantly in the affair. Paul Pogba told investigators that his blackmailers wanted to discredit him by claiming he asked a witch doctor to cast a spell on Mbappe, which he denies. In a series of tweets published on Sunday, Matthias Pogba appeals directly to Mbappe, saying, Killian, do you understand now? I have nothing against you. What am I saying is good is for your good? Uh, everything is true and known. The witch doctor is known. Sorry for this, brother. A so-called Muslim up to his neck in witchcraft. Just a very weird Whoa, story. Very random. Yeah. So the whole thing is like that, I guess Killian Mbappe mm-hmm. was the victim of Paul Pogba's brother going putting to a, a witch doctor and putting a hex on him. What a weird, like, That's can you imagine random. if this happened in the, in North America? Yeah. Yes. It would be Evander Kane <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to put a spell on his ex-wife. Or Ryan Reeves. Yeah. 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 yeah please, Very random Please just story. make him weak yeah. for like two minutes. Just let me beat the shit out of him. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, just like super goofy. And obviously in the summer, there isn't too much going on. But I thought, what the hell is going on with this story? Yeah, that's that's some next level stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard of um, like high level players going to see like hypnotists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it hypnotist? Hypnotist. Hypnotist. You pronounce the P. Okay. There's no T in there at the beginning. It's not. not hit. I thought it was a hypnotist. No, hypnotist. Nope. Okay, hypnotist. Yeah. But I, I've heard of high level players doing that. Like apparently Michael Jordan did yeah. it. Ty, mm-hmm. Or Tiger Williams. Well, I mean, those guys or, are uh, ti- all Tiger Woods. I mean, those guys are all so superstitious that it kind of makes sense to me. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get rid of like the jibs or something like that. Like it's just all in your head. Yeah. The jibs. But wait, but yeah. What's you that? never heard that? No. I think it's a it's you a baseball pitcher term. 
no, it's like uh, it happens to some pitchers, but like uh, it, like if they start playing bad, it gets in their head and oh, they can't get rid of no, it. It's it's. It's not jibs, it's yips. Yips, the that's yips. what it is. The yips. Yips. <laughs> and you're, you're actually not supposed to say it, too. That's why I was almost going to say, like, were you trying to avoid it? Because I know that's, like, part oh, of it. Really? If you uh, say yeah. it out loud, it's, like, inviting that. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, this podcast is about to go downhill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah jibs are teeth. Yeah, that's, yeah that, yes, yes, that had yes, me. Yes, yes. Like, giblets are teeth. I guess mm. jibs is short. I mm. thought giblets was, like, a part of a chicken. Yeah, no, there's chicken giblets too, I think. Is that a thing? I don't think so. No, no, ch- chicken giblets. It sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. Giblets. Is that like the thing that hangs off of their neck? Fuck, dude. I have no idea. Okay. Okay, be- back to hockey. Yeah, anyway, yeah, there no, you go. But- Biggest goof yeah. of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Two French soccer players. But you said and- they're teammates, though. Uh, they're on the national, national team. teammates. Yeah, they're okay, they're, they're both not- French. They're both French professional soccer players. Right. So they play together on the French team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it makes no yeah. sense for one of them to try to hex the other yeah, one. Yeah, right it is very cup. random. It's a weird story. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure I understand what's yeah. going on. Yeah. But there you go. The biggest goof of the week. Matthias Pogba, I guess, yeah. for whatever his role in this. Soccer. And yeah, just soccer. What a weird <laughs> sport, man. Yeah. Every time anyway. it comes up, it's just weird. Biggest goof mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah. Good one. I just watched part of a Whitecaps game the other night. Tyler had a party last Saturday. Mm-hmm. That was lots of fun, by the way. Tyler, yeah. if you're listening, thanks for doing that. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. <laughs> for letting us crash your house again, as if yeah. we don't already do it once a week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we somehow that whole party started by watching the end of a Whitecaps game. Yep. Which they scored zero goals in. Yeah, that's yeah. It, they scored nil goals. Do you still say it like that? I don't know. I just If, if it's soccer and the... Yeah, they got the number turns. zero comes up. I just replace it with nil. If someone's like, "Hey, how much fun did you have at the Whitecaps game?" Nil. Is that <laughs> nil appro- fun? No, is, is I that have nil fun? Is that an appropriate response? Nil. Nah. I mean, I I feel like people would know what I meant. Yeah, probably. I'd I'd, I'd say it anyway. That's <laughs> something I would do. Well, I know Alex is pretty eager to get back to hockey here, so we will do that right on the other side of the break, which we are going to take right now. So stick around. And we'll be right back on the other side of the break. Stick around for that, where we will be on the other side of the break. Right after a word from our fake sponsor. On the other side of the break. (laughs) This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by NHL 23. Much like the Mustang Mach-E, it's a cool product in a really weird package. NHL 23, a co-ed roller hockey tournament in California, we think. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6x6. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back from the break. Uh, as promised, we are going to get, as Alex said, back to hockey. Uh, so I'm going to put him on the spot and tell him to do that. Bring us back to hockey, Alex. Show us how easy it is to do that at the end of August. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, well, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. We do have one thing that we haven't talked about yet, which is the women's... Uh, <laughs> what's the tournament called? World Championship. It is the World Championship? Women's yeah, so it's hockey. like, you know how yeah. the men's is like during the NHL playoffs and it's yeah, the, yeah. T- the players that get eliminated yeah. or aren't in it. 
the women's happens in August. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's their version of that. But there's, I think, is always in North America. I'm Wait, sure. what's the Spangler Cup then? I thought that's what was... No, that's like old retired NHL mm-hmm. players that are trying to get contracts with NHL teams. Oh, okay. That's like Kevin Bieksa was the captain of it the year yeah, after that. he retired. Oh. Mm. Huh. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just, it's almost like a beer league for pro players. <laughs> That's, that's that's kind of what it is. Yeah. That's what it that's feels like. That's a good like. way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So. That's not a perfect descriptor, but you get it. Anyway, Alex, let's do that hockey. So, uh we just had Canada move into the semifinals after beating Sweden. Hey, Shocker. there you go. Yeah. But uh in the American game, I don't remember the score, but I do remember Hillary Knight passing Haley Wigenheiser for the all-time points in that tournament. Wow. Ooh. So, and, I mean, Wick, Wickenheiser is largely regarded as maybe the best female hockey yeah. player of all time. I'm not a fan. Uh, you've mentioned this before. Yeah. You said you just think she played too long. I'm not at liberty to discuss right oh, now. Oh, I remember oh. this thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought you did say something about that, though. Well, you can't just say you don't like the best female well, hockey player no, of all I time just, and not back it up. So here, here's the thing with her. I think that she definitely was a positive influence on many young women in playing sports. And I have... The utmost respect for her. Um, however, I do believe that she, uh, respectfully, I think she outstayed her welcome. Played on the team for too long. And I, I know that kind of sounds kind of disrespectful to say, but I just remember watching games towards the end of her tenure with the with the women's national team, and she just wasn't up to speed. And I think she just made the team for the name on her back, unfortunately. And it, it kind of strikes a nerve with me because I think there was a lot of women that could have played on that team, that didn't because of some of the women uh, also, you know, including some other women, not just her that right. played on the team because of the name on their back, not the ability of their. Okay. That, 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 I mean? that kind of makes sense. Cause I was just going to say like, she could max keep one person off the team. Like she takes one roster spot, but yeah, if you're saying there's a few women and yeah. it's more the mindset you didn't like, then I, yeah. I see where you're coming because, from. And I think the reason why they stick around on that team for so long is because that's kind of and man, this sounds so awful to say, and I really don't enjoy saying this, but it's kind of the only thing that matters in women's hockey, right? Yeah, like, they have the Olympics and the World it is Championship, the biggest right? That's like kind it's, of it. it's it's the only thing that anyone really pays attention to, and so like for one, it only it only happens every so often, and so to keep women off that team, you know, even if it is just one roster spot, that's yeah, it's pretty big, right? Well, it's so. like the NHL missing the last Olympics, right? That yeah. is four years until the next one, and that may have been Crosby's last chance, yeah. right? If he does make Team Canada in the next Olympics. I would say it would have to be the same reason. It would only be for the name on his back because there is no chance that four years from now, he's still one of the top Canadian players, right? Love, love Crosby obviously grew up with him being the best player of our generation. Yeah. Or arguably, I guess, but still four years from now, I don't see him on that team. Mm -hmm. Now uh, I raise a question to you guys. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think Marie Philip Poulin? Poulin. Marie Philippe Poulin. Poulin. You think she passes? Uh, Hillary Knight, dude. I have no frame of reference, unfortunately. Yeah, how okay, how much well, younger is Poulin? So she is, uh, she is thirty one right now, and it looks like she has around sixty points. Okay, and how do we know how old Hillary Knight is? Uh, older. Yes. Hillary Knight is thirty three years old. Wow, okay. that seems really young. So the, it does. So they're separated by about three years, and Poul- Philippe Poulin is about, give or take, 
25 points yeah, back. Yeah, around like 25 points back. I mean, it could happen, mm-hmm. right? Think about it, you know, as, as much as you, you never like hope anything like this happens. Knight is injured for one tournament. Yeah. That's like, that could be almost the whole gap, right? Definitely. Or maybe not the whole gap, but like quite a bit of it. So I would say anything's possible for sure. This kind of comes back to the whole argument I had about the Bedard five-point game from last winter. Oh, my God, this stupid thing. I mean, thing. think about it, man. Like, they only play one, maybe two games that matter every tournament. The right. rest are just racking up stats. He, like, so, Bedard got, for people who are a bit lost here, Bedard got a lot of praise because when they first tried to do the World Juniors that they just played in August, their first attempt in December, Bedard had a five-point game. No one has had a five-point game in the World Juniors since Wayne Gretzky. And you're trying to tell me that he either got lucky or that doesn't matter or it's a fluke. All right, well, we've had, some, we've some had this discussion, that. but the and part that you're omitting... Discussion. The part that you're omitting is that the game that he had, it, like he, they played against Denmark or some some low-level team, right? Yeah, you think and the game got his against Russia? No, no. I, think, I think we looked it up and it was Norway. Like, the yeah. fact of the matter is, is that, like... It, there's so many of these games where it's like they just play teams that are nowhere near their skill level, and so they rack up points. Right, but so in for 40 me, years, like, in 40 years, no one's figured it out except for Gretzky we, and Bedard. We've been down that road. We've had that conversation. So then why do you bring it up again? Because it's it it relates to what I'm saying with with uh, Marie-Philippe Poulin and Hillary Knight and Haley Wickenheiser racking up all these points against teams that don't matter. Okay. In my opinion... If you look at the points they have against each other, right? Look at all the matchups where where Canada plays the U.S. Then look at who the most impactful players are. And then I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, the best female hockey player of all time is going to be Marie-Philippe Poulain. And we won't be talking about when she's going to pass someone. You'll already be able to tell. It's already been done. It is her. Okay. All right. I I see where you're coming from there. Makes sense. I like that idea. Do you know, speaking of that, just how many teams don't matter, in the Women's World Championships... In the last 20 years, do you know how many teams have been in the finals that aren't Canada and the U.S.? I think it's zero. Yeah, maybe I'd say Sweden. Throw Sweden in there. There is one, but it is not Sweden. Finland? It is Finland. Mm. That's right. And it was like not long ago. It was like three, four years ago. But Did they win it? No. I don't think so. Oh. No. They might have, though. Don't, don't quote me on that. But anyway, yeah. So it, it really is. It's a two-horse race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Finland, I think a lot of people have said that Finland is kind of the next best team, but the gap between Canada and the U.S. and Finland is still massive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right, well, was that what you wanted to bring us back to with terms of hockey? Or? Um, no, so I actually, uh, I'm calling it my own segment. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. just giving it a so title. you're giving yourself a segment? Yeah, I'm just okay. going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'll remember that. Still remember I'll remember that. that. On the list. Yeah. <laughs> so he just um, whipped out a journal. He's writing my name yeah. down in it. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little black book. Yeah. Wait, why is his name already down there? <laughs> why is that whole page just me? <laughs> um, since there's not a whole lot of hockey news, uh, doing a little segment to uh, get some discussion going. Okay. Uh, it's called Start Bench Cut. Mm. I've I've heard of this game. Yes. So, I've heard of a game similar to it, but not this one before. What have you heard? Marry one, fuck one, kill one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kill, fuck, marry. But yeah. That's the way you do it. I do marry, fuck, kill. No, that's just what you call the game. Yeah. You, I Wait, don't what know. did you say? 
marry one, fuck one, kill one. Why are you saying marry- one after everything? Because that's what I've heard it called. Really? Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what you said, just in a different order. No, but I didn't say one after. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That just sounds like a lot more to do. All right. We'll put okay. up a Anyways. poll on our Instagram yeah. and you tell us what it's called. Anyway, so start bench cut. I've got three different groups. I want to hear you guys' responses. Okay. So the first group, start bench cut. Matthews, Dreisaitl, McKinnon. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. Got a big brain. Yeah. Okay, wait. Can we also put this in context of, is it an exhibition game, regular season game, what? playoff what game? It's a hockey you game. You have to win the yeah. game. Okay, so it's an exhibition game. No, this is oh, a hockey game, a regular season hockey game. Okay, so nothing on the line. It's just two well, points. Yeah, the, you want to win the, the game. The and the playoffs do not matter, if that's what you're trying to hint at. A little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this, is just, this is just a hockey game. All right. Okay, I, I think for me, I kind of hate doing this. I think I got to cut McKinnon. What? I, I don't I don't like this. I, I don't like saying it because I think I like McKinnon more than any of those players. But to me, career-wise, McKinnon's been the most inconsistent. Right? He's dealt with the most injuries. He's had, I think, the most down seasons. Whereas, I mean, Matthews... I don't like his attitude at all, but if I'm thinking strictly on ice, he lights it up every year, right? He's been in the rocket conversation or like near the top every year. Yeah, no, you're not wrong there, but I'm also going to bench him because first of all, I don't like him. He's got attitude. Starting dry cycle. I am because, because Matthews, this is implying too. you get one guy on the ice, right? Yeah. So, if I get one guy on the ice, why would I play a guy who's only ever played with other superstars? Exactly. That's why I would think you would cut him. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I, see, I see where you're coming from, but I, I had a different logic for cutting McKinnon. Like, okay. it's, it's not the same reason, yeah. right? I cut McKinnon because he's inconsistent. I get one game. I don't know what I get with him, right? Maybe he's having a down year. Maybe he's not. I don't know because he's had a bunch of both. Okay. He's proven he can be the best player in the NHL or he can land outside the top 10. Right? Yeah. Matthews, I don't like him. He's consistently a top five NHL player. Or that's where he finishes. You can debate how much of that success is due to playing beside Mitch Marner, or in the past it's been John Tavares before John Tavares was just dead weight. Mm-hmm. Right? He's always been surrounded by good players. Even Nylander in his rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I'm going with Dry is sometimes when he's on the power well, sorry, always when he's on the power plays with McDavid. Yeah. But a lot of times when he's just playing normally Mm -hmm. he's not with mcdavid he's not with a superstar right he's with good nhl players but no real superstars and for that reason if i have to pick one player just alone on skill to go out there and play it's going to be him fair enough jake what you got um i've always thought that mckinnon was a little bit overrated like i still think i still think he's a fantastic hockey player Mm -hmm. but and it, it makes it sound bad because like you know, when you say a player is overrated, it's like a big thing. But like, I I still think he's an amazing hockey player. Yeah, I just don't think he's you know one of the best hockey players in the league. Um, and so yeah, I agree. I, he would be the one that I would cut. Wow. Um, but then I'd flip uh, Matthews and and Leon Draisaitl. Okay. I think that Matthews has proven like also playing with Marner and 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 who he's got in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Eh, right, like he I think he could do a lot more if he had McKinnon on his team or uh, or McDavid on his team or other better players. 
So I, I definitely think that Matthews is the player that I would start. Also because f- scoring goals matters, boys. Like it does. Like, yeah. it, like you got to have goal scorers and uh, oh, yeah. and playmakers are great and they, they create opportunities for people. That's not like but you Dreisaitl can't puck. shoot though. Dreisaitl's got a wicked shot. Yeah, well I know he has a ton of goals and a ton of points. He had season, almost but... as many goals as Matthews and almost double the points, didn't he? Uh, I thought not it was quite. I thought it was like a pretty big gap. It, it may, yeah, I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, there was a sizable gap between them in points. But yeah. for me, it's it's a no-brainer. I mean, Matthews is, is a goal-scoring machine, and a player like that, I think you have to have on the ice whenever you have the opportunity. Fair enough. All right, we got to hear yours now. I'm going to cut Matthews, start McDavid, and bench Dreisaitl. Well, McDavid wasn't an option. Or uh, <laughs> McKinnon, McKinnon. I was going to say, first of all, you can't add McDavid. And second of all, yeah. you benched him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> add McDavid just to bench him? Starting, yeah. Starting Dreisaitl, cutting Matthews, benching Dreisaitl. Cool. I think watching McKinnon, he is the most, besides McDavid, McKinnon is the most exciting player I've watched play hockey. I yeah, just like his speed, his strength, just everything. He's got the whole package. Jake is right. I mean, scoring goals is a big deal, but I think I think McKinnon can do it if it's just like a one v one. Right. And I mean, what can you say about Dry Settle? He's a super great player. I just I would take McKinnon over Dry Settle. Okay. No, I've got another interesting one. So those were my forward group. This is my defenseman group. I'm going to start Roman Yossi. No. So I'm going with young defensemen. Oh. So well, start. None of those in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Start yeah, there is. bench cut, Moritz Sider, Quinn Hughes, and Miro Heiskanen. Take a guess, start, boys. Start Moritz Sider. Oh, my God. Without question. Yeah. Um, Bench Heiskanen and cut Hughes. He's saying this just to piss me off. I, no, I'm not. I, I would agree with him, too. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. No, that's this is because as I played, I, This is why no, he wrote my name down as in that As much book. as I love Hughes. <laughs> Give me the pen. They're better. Uh, yeah. All right. They have well, a more complete game. Maurice Sider is going to be the best defenseman in the NHL. Okay. If, uh, if it's, okay, if, it's, if it weren't for Kale McCarr being around his age, I would, I would have no question in that. Adam Fox. Yeah, he's solid too. Yeah, I think he's. But I better. think I think Maurice Sider could be, dude. He's so physical. Yeah, like he brings that to he's, the NHL. He's, he's like a he's a unicorn for exactly. today's NHL for yeah. sure. He's what like twenty one years old, yeah. and he he plays like he's a twenty seven year yeah. old. You know, like it's crazy. I think that he's got he's got grit. He's got power. He's got finesse. He's got speed. Yeah. He's got a big upside on him. Yeah, massive. I mean, the guy's potential is through the roof. Hundred percent. You know, and if, like I said, if it wasn't for Kale McCarr being this, you know, incredible, nearly generational t- talent on the back end, um, it, I, no question in my mind, he could be the best player in the best defenseman in the NHL. But because Kale McCarr exists, it's going to be a battle for him. Okay. So, yeah, no question in my mind. I agree with Jake's list. Yeah. Marcus. Okay, go ahead, Marcus. Okay. So here, here's my thing is Quinn Hughes, ever since Chris Tanev left, has had no one to play with. The best thing they could come up with was Luke fucking Shen, who is an absolute fossil, right? You can't compare that to guys like Fox, who get to play with Truba, or Makar, who plays on a literal okay. Stanley Cup champion team. So who's Cider playing with that is no, so no. good? Here, here's, that's what I was just going to say. There's okay. a reason I didn't name him, and it's because I can get on that train. Okay, I can get on that. Cider plays on a 
terrible team. Yeah. An horrible, awful team. And he is a glowing beacon in their future. And maybe the only reason that they could be a top five team in the next five years. But that is a <laughs> Not the only reason. <laughs> no, it's a big part of the reason. But my point is I can totally get behind starting him. Okay. Or at least if you're looking at like where their ceilings are, right? Yeah. Maybe not where they are exactly right now, but where their highest potential is. Yeah. So I can see starting him for that. After that, I would like to have Quinn Hughes on the bench, right? He he definitely could round out his game, but I think other than Cider, he's played with the worst players on the worst team, right? Heiskanen has been to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, that's true. Right? It is true. He plays on what is just typically a better team. He's had more opportunities for success because he's not the last line of defense, right? Mm -hmm. Hughes has to be an offensive defenseman, which is what he's bred for and what he's designed to do. But he also has to be the responsible one all the time. Yeah. And that's an unfair position that he's put in. So for that reason, I think he is better than Heiskanen. Okay. I, I can accept that. Now, this is the one I'm most excited for. Okay. Goaltenders. Oh, Start, boy. bench, cut. If if I if you're about to do what I think you're gonna do, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> we already have Soros, yeah, yeah. Demko, who's the yeah. third one? Markstrom. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This is easy. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. Hold on. This is the easiest list ever. Okay. Wait, 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 you know wait, who okay. you're gonna cut? Of course. Okay. Three, two, one. Markstrom. Markstrom. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I like Markstrom. I, no. okay. I obviously He's not. I was gonna scene. put. I was gonna put Frederick Anderson. Would that have made it? More no. Interesting? No. That would make it even easier. <laughs> really. I, I wouldn't yeah, I'd be close. Who's I'd be a close. goalie that I think he, would here, here's the it. thing with Markstrom, and it's what we've I almost don't want to go too deep into it because we already kind of have in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. You you've said it more than anyone. He's in his own head. He can mm -hmm. be maybe the best uh goalie in the NHL. Mm -hmm. It's possible. There's nights where you look at him and you go, Wow, mm -hmm. right? But then there's other nights where you go, Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. Right? How, how, he just looks terrible because mm -hmm. he he thinks too deep. He gets in his own head. Right, that that's that's the bottom line. Is he's a phenomenal goalie, but he has some stuff he needs to sort out, and he needs to be able to shake things off. To me, Alex, I hope you don't mind, yeah. but can we switch Markstrom with a different goalie? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure. Oh, you want to find a different one to cut? No. Which one of us is well, knocking no, no, no. Soros? No, no, no. Here's, what the thing. About... Here's the thing, Andre Vasilevsky. No, Andre Vasilevsky starting. If any of you have Andre on the bench or cut, you are the stupidest people I've ever met. Here, here's my... Don't, no, no, no. There's no reason to have him on the bench. He wasn't even on the bench in the playoffs. No, but he, I'm glad you brought up the playoffs. <laughs> so I know that he just won the Stanley Cup. What? No. Or sorry, sorry. He recently won the Stanley Cup mm -hmm. uh, against... Twice. Right. Well, he won against Montreal and against Dallas. The Dallas won, sure, great, whatever, fine. The Tampa one bothers me because we've talked about this before. Price out-goalied him. He, he just played on a way worse team. But Price was the better goalie, and somehow Vasilevsky came out with the Conn Smythe. That really bothers me because there's no rule that the Conn Smythe has to go to a player on the winning team. Yeah. But if they're going to play, give it to someone on the winning team please give it to someone who doesn't have a direct comparable that we know was better, mm -hmm. right? Anyway, Vasilevsky, phenomenal goaltender, really, really good. Not going to argue that. However, I think is a smidge overrated. 
I agree. I don't know how. Anyway, start Demko, bench Soros. And cut Vasilevsky. <laughs> you guys are absolutely insane. I was more talking about if Markstrom was in there. Otherwise, I'd probably have to cut Soros and bench Vasilevsky. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Have you seen the size of Vasilevsky? Even beside yeah. Price, he looked like an elephant. Yeah. Imagine him beside Soros. They'd well, there was like- a lot of people saying, that, like, oh, he wears gear that's way too big for him, and that's why he's... Yeah. Well, he does. He yeah. does. He wears too much gear. You don't need that much gear. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you're starting Demko. Yes. Benching Saros? Yes. Jake? Um. Okay, well, obviously, I think that UC Saros is the most overlooked goalie in the NHL. Because um, he's so and I short, think, you can only see over top of I him. think he was... Great joke. Um, <laughs> I think he was overlooked, like, massively for the Vesna this year. And I think that... Uh, I think the, the final voting was a blowout for Shesterkin. Yeah, but, but everyone knew it was good. Yes, it should have been. We knew this from, like, November. Yeah. Shesterkin was hot and never cooled down. He yeah. was the best goalie in the league, and it wasn't close. But then, for a lot of people, UC Saros was the next best. Well, he, I don't know. Anyway, anyway you, got, you got any more of those or no? I'm trying to find a third goalie, but everybody keeps fucking putting, like, Connor Hellebuck in there. Yeah. Like yeah. He's Jake not is not good. a big Hellebuck guy. <laughs> Dude, honestly, you could give me like James Reimer, Kevin Weeks. <laughs> yeah, I will And you would still cut Hellebuck. Still cut Hellebuck. So this is this is interesting. So this is NHL's list of the top all twenty five goalie rankings for fantasy. Before you go on, these are always horrendous. Yes. Mm. Every year so, I look at these and yeah. they're terrible. So this is fantasy, so it's a little different, but overall it's like a top goalie rankings. Mm-hmm. So who do you guys think is first overall? I would think Shesterkin simply based off of last year. If not him, maybe Vasilevsky. So Vasilevsky is first, Igor Shesterkin second. Right. Now who do you think's third? It's going to be someone off the board, isn't it? I think it? Jack Campbell's probably up there because oh, he's on the Oilers. That's a good point, actually. And honestly, or, it's one I could almost get behind. Okay, okay. Here, How about you guys name the top ten? Jesus. Okay, that's too uh, many. 10? That's too many. You top can go top, top five. You'll want to go top ten. Okay. okay. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think of okay, ten Soros goalies now. has to be in the top Soros ten. is number five. Yeah. Okay. Um, Where's Demko? Demko is number eight. What? Wow, yeah. that's wicked. That's terrible. What do you mean terrible? Eight. Good for him. No, he's better than eight. Because the thing with fantasy rankings is it also depends on the team. Right, that's right? true. Okay, so then I can see it because he's a top three these goalie are, on a bottom I, I wouldn't look at it like that. Based on these rankings, it's mainly about the actual goalie. Okay. Um, I had a weird question. Is Gibson on there? Uh, He is no, not on here. Okay. Okay. Uh. Nedeljkovic? No. Huh. Really? Uh, okay, you guys are missing on some big ones. Jack Campbell should be there, though. Yeah, Jack Campbell's number six. So yeah. you're missing, <laughs> you're missing joke, the hey? third, fourth, seventh, ninth, and tenth. Okay, Markstrom. Yeah. Markstrom is seventh. Um, missing third, though? Third, fourth, ninth, and tenth. Tristan Jari? Uh, no, but his... Casey DeSmith? Nope. Wait. Um, Good catch. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad, it's too bad no one's going to see that. I almost knocked the bottle off the <laughs> yeah. desk and I caught it while it was falling. Uh, three out of the four goalies you're missing were in the playoffs. 
Is one of them Mark Andre Fleury? Number ten, Mark Andre Ugh. Fleury. I knew it. Should not be him. Um, They're all in the playoffs. Uh, so two. Jordan out of the Bennington. Three. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think Bennington would be up. There. Uh, one was eliminated in the first. Oh, round. Ottinger. Yep. Yeah. Number nine. Mm. Who so, signed, by the way? Yeah, yeah. he did. Just signed. Yeah. yeah. That's what a pretty crazy contract too. It was, it was three, three years. Four. Yeah, three, three, three years, four million. I like it. That's yeah. decent. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. It's a bridge deal. Like yeah. he, he didn't have a huge showing, but like yeah, that's what that you're right. Yeah. It's a bridge deal. That's yeah. fine. I see what he can prove. Yeah. Cal Peterson. No. Third and fourth. We're I don't think you'll get the fourth. You should get the third. Okay, give us the fourth then. Uh, Ilya Sorokin. Ilya Sorokin, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Marcus, do you know who Ilya Sorokin plays for? Islanders? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. okay. Well, good, good for you. Yeah, why wouldn't I know that? <laughs> um, um, yeah, you guys should get the third. He had a great season, got injured halfway through, I think. Didn't play the rest of the season. Frederick Anderson. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, yeah. I still can't get over the fact that you guys think that Andre Vasilevsky is not as good as Demko or Saros. Well, that is I mean. that is such a homer pick by you guys. <laughs> it actually upsets me. I don't know. I I think if I can, you know, step outside myself for a second. Yeah, I think if if someone offered me a one for one deal, UC Saros for Andre Vasilevsky, I'm not turning that trade. Down. Exactly. Okay, but Vasilevsky's a fair bit older than Saros. Uh no, I think they're actually the same age. What? Okay, no age, one season. You're picking okay. between those three. Okay, I guess I'd pick Vasilevsky. Thank you. But I will point out that similar to my Makar thing, that Vasilevsky plays and has always played on a Stanley Cup contending team. So Demko so has swapping not. positions. Soros hasn't even Vasilevsky been close. on the Canucks. Demko on Tampa. Yeah, uh, sorry. Demko guys. on Tampa. Vasilevsky's twenty-eight. UC Soros is twenty-seven. They're virtually the same age. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Demko's twenty-five, so he's the youngest, and therefore has the highest. Seat. I think he's twenty-six. <laughs> I think he's twenty-six. Okay. Yeah. Vasilevsky Canucks. Demko on Tampa. Okay. Vasilevsky Canucks. Stanley Cup champions. No. Exactly. Exactly. They wouldn't be because he's not that much better. <laughs> no. He's just a goalie that plays on a really good team. Do you have if, any more of these or is this the last one? I can quickly make one while you guys argue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only you arguing could, with you. You're the one picking all these fights. Yeah, Dude, you, could, you guys are fucking stupid. No, we're you not. could rebuild the transmission in a vehicle for the length of time it would take <laughs> for Marcus and I to fight with each other. <laughs> And I've had labor on a transmission before. It, it takes a, a while. Yeah, it's like nine days of straight labor. <laughs> labor alone is like 15 grand. Yeah. Oh, God. The, the transmission was four. That sucked. Yeah, man. The whole car was worth maybe six. <laughs> At least that's what you got for it. Yeah, but I had to put in a new... Tra- <laughs> I got six for it, but I had to put like eight into it. And I only bought it for six. I bought a car. Wow, you were really just like... <laughs> Oh, man, he wanted to tell you guys that. What'd you buy there, Jake? I bought a car. What kind of car? <laughs> I got pressured into joining the Dodge family from my two friends who own Dodges. So we between the three of us, we own four do- or four, no. mo- four Mopars. Do you sure. Know, do you know what Mopar is? Uh, isn't that the brand of... It's basically like... No, um, I, I guess I'd have to say no, I don't. Okay, so it's... You know how at all the dealerships you hear like Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Chrysler? Yeah. Those four are Mopar. That's like the umbrella... Oh, okay, yeah. Like, like that GM is 
Chevrolet and pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So Mopar, if, like if you pop the hood in your car, or if you look at little parts, you'll see Mopar yeah. stamped on it. Okay, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. All right. All right. I got one. Okay. Calling this the 2015 group. All, the, all these players oh. were drafted in the 2015. I love talking about the 2015 draft. Jack Eichel, Matthew Barzell, Mitch Marner. This such a good one. Almost yeah, I keep thinking, oh, that's easy, and then I go, wait, no, it isn't. Here's It's so funny because he doesn't have to go first. But <laughs> no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm going first. I'm going first. So do we factor in injuries and stuff? No. Okay. So but that's hard not to do. For God's sake. What do you mean? Well, because Eichel, when you think of Eichel, what do you think of? He didn't play hockey for like a year. That's yep. like his whole thing. Almost two years. And also every team he goes to sucks. Yeah, so we're just talking about the player. Okay, so the actual player. Yeah. I think Eichel's a cancer, so I'm cutting him for being a cancer. Okay. He sucks. Marner is a playoff liability, so he's benched. And Barzell's from Coquitlam, so he starts. All right. That <laughs> nothing to do with board. hockey. That's the most <laughs> whack logic <laughs> yeah. I've ever Nothing heard. to do with hockey. <laughs> no, but Bar- Barzell is, I think, probably the most complete player out of them. Hmm. I think, okay, do you mind if I take my turn? <laughs> well, I don't think I took that long. No, I just was wondering if you were done. Yeah, go ahead. I think, yeah, unfortunately, due to injuries and his instability, lack of chemistry with his line mates, Eichel would be the one I'd cut. Um, but I I do believe if we have this conversation a year from now, he could be the starter, no problem. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For um, sure. The player that I would bench would be Matt Barzell. I think he's a great dynamic player. He's a player everyone wants on his team, but I don't think he has the same level of impact that Mitch Marner has. Mitch Marner's vision is second to none. It is good. He he can see the game so incredibly well, um, but you're right. He has this just absolutely horrendous uh, track record of just being inconsistent, being in his own head, um, Lack of finish, lack of effort at times. Well, the, the craziest so. Mitch Marner stat I've ever heard is that in the playoffs, which he's now been in five years in a row, if you count the bubble thing where they got eliminated in the play-ins, mm-hmm. he has more penalty minutes than points. Yeah. And when you think of how many of those series went to game sevens, he's played in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. And this, And also, the penalties he's getting it's not like roughing or hook like it's not like penalties that you kind of want guys to take it's like puck over glass like it's terrible penalties that you don't need to take right anyway we should get a marner jersey why for what (laughs) i don't know is it not enough that we have a fucking Tavares jersey no we have two yeah well we're just surrounded by so many wicked jerseys every time we record that i'm like we could use yeah, so the jerseys. last thing I want to add to this is a Marner jersey. It's kind of crazy, man. Looking at all these jerseys. There are quite a few. Yeah. Anyway, great segment. Yeah. That was fun. There we go. Well, you know what, though? I got to say, I'm kind of sick of answering Alex's questions. So I think what we should do is run off the end of the diving board, plank, hit the water, and die <laughs> in the inbox. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was uh... 
die. You should publish a book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's there are resources for you, my friend. <laughs> I don't need to publish a book. I should I should read one. Um, uh, if you ever need to talk, I'm here for you, bro. <laughs> thanks. Well, it's too late. I've died in the inbox. All right. I'm not. I'm not going to hit the button again. It's too far away. I, had to, it's too I had to move the whole button system closer to Alex so we could hook his headphones up. We got. We got to bring this up. So for those of you who don't know, we record our podcasts like usually around two days before we upload them. But due to various work schedules, we've had to start recording these so late. It's like almost eleven o'clock. Yeah. yeah, I'm so tired on a yeah. weeknight. Oh god, yeah. It's like yeah, what is it? Is, is it Wednesday today? Dude, it's Thursday. I just realized this isn't going up on Friday. Why not? Because it's Thursday. It's today's Wednesday. Today's Thursday. It's Thursday, dude. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Today's Thursday? Where you been? Holy shit, today is Thursday. Yeah. All right. Oh, Jake wait, smoked why did a that fat me up too? Right, because we went to Playland on Tuesday, right, which kind yeah. of felt like Monday. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. Because we got the did. car on, the, on Monday, which felt like yeah, the weekend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Today is Thursday. That's crazy. I thought all day today was Wednesday. <laughs> I'm going to be in so much trouble tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, why? I, I dated everything as Wednesday at work today. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, all of our production logs say Wednesday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> did you at least get the, like, you have to put in that it's September 1st, right? Uh, Yeah. So I did they, put September 1st. Okay, you get the okay. year right? Or? <laughs> yeah, but okay. I remember I put Wednesday, September 1st. That's hilarious. Okay. I'm sure they'll put it together. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. Anyway, let's burn through these questions because right. it is, as you heard, it is late on a Thursday. <laughs> on a Thursday. And oh, we ha- my God. And we have what is probably going to be a broken obligation to upload this by Friday, which <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. This <laughs> is not happening. So, yeah, sorry to everyone listening on Saturday because that's definitely <laughs> when this episode's coming out. Yeah. Let's get straight into the questions. We've got a bunch to get through, so let's try to do our best here. And I love this one because I'm a big jersey guy. some Like hockey jersey, not new jersey. No one's a big new jersey guy. I don't know. Ryan Lepper seems to be a pretty big jersey guy. That's true. Give it to him. That's right. Yeah. We should <laughs> that- have him on again. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> what a ridiculous episode that was. Oh. Anyway. That was that was cut out. People don't even know that. Was it? Yeah, we cut out. Oh, Give I thought I left it in. Ryan you guys are goldfishes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, you guys. Like, yeah, okay, let's jump in the inbox. Uh, I like jerseys. Oh, jerseys. Jersey, jersey. Jersey, jersey. Jersey, jersey, jersey. I don't like jersey. jersey. Oh, jersey. jersey. Oh, this guy's a jersey fan. Oh, jersey, jersey. <laughs> that's what the whole conversation okay. was. Okay, well, let's, let's try Ask to make Ask the this. man a question. Okay. <laughs> jersey talk is the title of this question. There's a title, Ooh. which I, I kind of like. That's cool. Jersey talk. What's your favorite jersey supplier? Reebok, Adidas, Nike. Wow. Reebok. I was going to say, well, I almost want to go off the board here. I was going to say CCM. I was going to say that. Oh, I changed my mind. Coho. Okay, he's saying that because, turn around, (laughs) Alex, that one ugly Uh, ass, like, yeah, no. Uh, uh, But here's the thing. Look at the collar. Pretty cool, hey? That it's a square? Yeah, that looks ugly. It's just bizarre. <laughs> I just think that they did the most unique stuff with their jerseys. Coho? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I The reason I picked CCM, maybe this isn't even because of the quality of the jerseys. Mm-hmm. It's just CCM was kind of the 90s, early 2000s supplier. Okay. 90s jerseys were better. 
They just were. Point to any NHL team, 95% of their jerseys have gotten worse since the 90s. The 90s had the coolest jerseys. You had the goat head. The Canucks had the skate. The Blues had that blue and red jersey. Winnipeg still kind of looked like a hockey team instead of the... Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Oh, my God. Dallas was cool. The Florida one, the Leaping Cat, which I guess was kind of into the 2000s, too. Yeah. But still, the 90s jerseys were just so much cooler. Speaking of 90 jerseys, Buffalo. Yeah, they're going to go ahead coming back. That's back. right. Oh, brilliant. I know. Yeah, I Love think it. it'll be... A, it's a good rebrand. If yeah. if there's one thing that the Arizona Coyotes have done right, it's they've, they went, oh, yeah, our 90s jerseys were better. Yeah. And they went... They didn't... Screw around. They didn't go, oh, maybe we'll make it an alternate like the Canucks do or like a bunch <laughs> of other teams do. They just went, Kachinas, yeah. bring them yeah. back home and away. And now their alternate is like what their home jersey was. Yeah. No, this is good for Buffalo. It's a post-Jack Eichel revamp yes. of the whole yes. system. 100%. Just squash yeah. that whole five years, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Brand new But team. again, it, it's too bad that they're kind of easing it in as like a... a alternate like just just no they made it their whole thing no oh really no it's just an alternate they even said on their thing they're not even gonna wear it until november oh but that's shitty i i wish they would go back to it full time well i think they will i think they're acknowledging they know they have to Mm. good question this question i love and i we don't really do shout outs anymore because we don't ask if for permission to give their names but i feel like i can play it safely with this guy the memes guy has asked us a question. <laughs> who we don't know who he is. No, but this is an interesting one, and one I, I don't even know the answer to, so I'm going to have to throw it to Jake. Oh. He says, my question is, the what a goof thing before Jake's segment, who says that? <laughs> so, yeah, where where does that audio come from? Because you programmed that uh, yeah, into the what? thing. I did. And yeah. I, I have no idea. Wait, hang on, let's let's just play it here. What a goof! That's who, Jake. Who is that? That is Jake. <laughs> no, it is not Jake. That's Jake. Because I remember he looked up a YouTube video that and he like, like stitched it in. It, yeah. It's definitely not. It's not me. Um, it is a clip from a podcast that I randomly found somehow. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the name of the podcast was, but yeah, it was just some guy making fun of somebody trying to say something. Yeah. I, I, honestly, if I tried to find it again, I probably couldn't, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. there you have it. It's the more some, you know. some guy on a podcast. It's yeah. funny. That's how people explain us. Exactly. Yeah, some <laughs> idiot thought UC Soros would start over Vasilevsky. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? Uh, some guy on a podcast. I don't <laughs> what a goof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Uh, we got another one here. If you were a Stanley Cup champion, what would you do with your day with the cup? Oh, that's a good wow. question, too. I mean, I, I want to say, like, oh, yeah, I'd bring it to a hospital or, you know. I don't see a reality where I don't end up at Rox- at the Roxy, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I might bring it to a hospital during the day or something, you know, at, like, 9 in the morning. But, like, you know, later on. Honestly, man, like, if, if my journey, if my NHL journey followed the path of like what Nazem Kadri's has done, mm-hmm. I would have done exactly what he did. He brought it to a mosque, right? Well, well, okay, not exactly. <laughs> 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 <It was, laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, not exactly, I guess. I was referring to how he he put it in a car and went driving around the city of yeah. Toronto. Oh, he brought it to I, Toronto. I see. Take it to a mosque. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're like that, I mean, I mean, maybe you know, respect. I don't know. Maybe they want to see it, but yeah. I think I'd poop in it. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Why not? So many people drink out of it. I don't know. <laughs> Be the first guy to poop in it. Uh, we also have a question here from a listener saying, "I, I guess sorry. I think we had a problem with the questions this week because all of them say it won't let me type in the box that we put in the story. Oh, We've yeah. had a few of them say that, so I, I don't know why it's not letting them. What's in the yeah. box? Well, nothing. What's in the box? Also, um, we should probably make this our last question. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. It is. I want to see how fast Tyler can slam a twisted T. <laughs> And unfortunately, again, he's not here, but I can tell you it's like a seventh of a second. Yeah, how have we not timed it? It's, well, you, you wouldn't have time to hit the start and end button. It's mm. just like, drink the tea, it's gone. There, there's no, there's no in between. And then the last question is from, I guess the intern has a girlfriend because she messaged us and said, when is my unpaid intern coming home? <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, I think that probably is a good spot to end things on. I think so. Yeah, it sucks. There's no Tyler surprise headline, but wait, is sorry. Got, got anything you want to say, Alex, to surprise us? I already did my segment. Come on, yeah, you, you can't expect it. me to okay. do two. Well, maybe okay, fair enough. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening to this week's episode. This wraps up episode 70 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. And man, I was right after the last one. It is just all downhill from 69 because yeah. it is just not as much fun. Well, that's because there's all four of us in the room again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah. I cannot but wait for season three to start. It's I know. so much but fun. some big plans, big plans yeah. for sure. Oh my God. Also, we uh, put on our Instagram story this week. If you want to have your voice in the intro of season three, yes. please, please send us a message on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram and you don't have Instagram, uh, email us or find some other way to get in contact with us. We want to have as many of you involved in this as we can. Um, obviously, you won't be able to use everyone, but please, please no. get a hold of us. Send us what you can because we want to make this a really cool new season with a lot of cool things. Yeah, we've had, I, I want to say, like 30, 40 entries so far. There's a lot of people that have submitted stuff. Yeah. And honestly, it's so cool to see. So yeah. thank you guys for doing that. And like Jake said, there's a bunch of ways to contact us. You can find us again at our brand new email, <laughs> which is just ridiculous because it's the third one. Yeah, we've been doing this for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Apparently every six months we get a new email. But right now that email is at vancouverboyspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, you can find Tyler at Vancouver Boys underscore. Anyway, from all of us at Vancouver Boys Studios, thank you so much for listening. It has been a blast. Episode 70 is in the books. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. See ya. Dude, you see that what we're different yeah, every time? I, I haven't made one yet. You gotta have yeah, like you a say, trademark. Exactly. Okay, you gotta settle on one right now. Yeah. See you on the next one. Well, that's what he says, but th thanks for hanging yeah. out with us. See you on the next one. Uh, ciao. Ciao? Oh, Ciao. for God's sake. <laughs> oh, man. This is... You know what? Okay, next time you're on here, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, okay. We gotta, we gotta anyway, wrapping this up now. Let's Bye. Get out of here.